Hi, and welcome to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed, the no BS hustle-free podcast for business owners who outsource or provide outsourcing services. I'm your host, Rosie Shiloh, virtual assistant advocate and owner of Virtually Yours, the virtual assistant network. Let's get started. (laughs) All right, I'm pressed record. I'm pressed record because... (laughs) If I didn't press record, it would never happen. Today, welcome everyone to the um, Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. I have got one of the most beautiful, wonderful, brilliant, crazy people in the world in my podcast house today. And I had to just press the whole record thing because we would have just yabbered for hours without recording if I didn't. So welcome, Kate Tune. Hello, so lovely. We've actually already been talking for like 15 minutes about all kinds of stuff. It would have made a really good podcast, but then Rosie actually remembered to press record and we were good to go. But, you know, the, the stuff we said before, it was just so much quality and content. People just couldn't handle that. I don't no, they wouldn't. It would have blown their minds. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? You know that song Jack Black sings, the greatest song on the, on, in the world, which isn't the greatest song in the world. It's just an ode to. That's right. It's kind of that. We are, we are the Jack Black of uh, entrepreneurial. So I don't know what. Stop. Let's just <laughs> stop it. <laughs> We're probably inspiring some haters right now, which is yep. what our topic is today. <laughs> We're going to be talking about haters. And I am assuming because Kate is so fantastic, because that's how these things work, she's going to have a few haters out there because haters are, you know, they're the, the, the poppy cutters of the world and they get in there. And I wanted to talk to Kate before I became too famous <laughs> so I could get some tips. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. So, Kate, before we get started on that, tell us a bit more about your business. What do you do? As if anyone doesn't know. Oh, I think lots of people don't. But um, I, I have two core businesses. One is called the Recipe for SEO Success, where I teach people how to get to grips with Google, how to rank and drive more traffic to their site. I do that via courses, some free and paid ones, and a podcast and membership. Uh, and a big group on Facebook called I Love SEO. And then my other business is called the Clever Copywriting School, where I teach, similar to you teaching VAs, I teach copywriters how to be better copywriters, not necessarily how to write, but how to have a successful business, set up processes. And again, for that, I have a membership area, a directory like yours, and also podcasts and resources and templates, and and a conference, a conference (laughs) called CopyCon. So and yeah, that's coming up soon, isn't it? It is. It's on May the 4th in Melbourne. May the 4th be with you in Melbourne. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a really fun, fun day. We've got lots of exciting stuff planned. Very, very exciting. I love that it's on May the 4th. And May, May the 4th, um, I think it's in the evening there is a fun run for Star Wars Freaks. So maybe we can incorporate that into... Well, I've already ordered like a Darth Vader outfit. <gasps> but the thing I found with fancy dress is like, you can't just get normal costumes. Like, you always have to be sexy Darth Vader or sexy R2-D2. Like, <laughs> sexy R2-D2, what? So I've got this sexy Darth Vader outfit, which is kind of <laughs> gross. I'll see what it looks like. But I'm excited to dress up in stupid outfits because that makes me happy. Well, I was actually, which is very odd, looking at Star Wars costumes the other day. And there was also, there was a Stormtrooper one, a woman Stormtrooper one. And I showed it to my husband. And we're both like, how cool is that? And then I looked at her feet and she had like tramp boots on. Yeah. But how how is she? That's why stormtroopers can't shoot straight. Because they're wearing high heel boots. Yeah. That's what it is. Now we know. 
It is. Like I've just broken, you know, the internet with that. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to put some details about CopyCon into our show notes for people who uh, want to come along. That would be very, very cool. And I just want to touch on, so today everyone's going to know what day we recorded this because yesterday you had a massive day in business. I did, yeah. So every three times a year I launched my big SEO course, which is a seven, eight week uh course with you know coaching calls and all that and uh, yeah so I launched it yesterday which is always a, you know it's always nerve-wracking a little bit um, and it sold out in seven hours which is, is quite great so I accept about 80 people which is you know I limit it because 80 is a good enough amount that I can actually help people individually mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it sold out pretty quickly and now I'm getting lots of emails going oh I didn't realize you when you said it was limited you meant it <laughs> which is kind of nice hopefully they'll sign up in the next round but yeah it's a huge day um and really great because, you know, from a finance point of view, let's be honest, now I'm kind of safe for a little bit because as, yeah. as, as business owners, we're always trying to keep the wall from the door and hoping that this round will be the round and that isn't our last inquiry and all that kind of stuff. And even though I've been doing this for 11 years, that feeling never 100% goes away. You it know? doesn't, does it? No, no. I'm, yeah, I'm just about to hit, I think I'm about to hit my 15-year birthday. Wow. So you started when you were like seven or eight? I did. I love you very much. I totally did. I was seven when I started (laughs) my business. (laughs) (laughs) She looks very glamorous, people. You can't see her, but she looks very glamorous and and very useful. I don't know what she's been doing. I look useful. Useful. Useful and useful. Both. (laughs) Well, you said useful. I'm like, I've never had that. You look yeah, you've got really useful looking eyebrows. That's what... They are. You wouldn't believe what I could do with my eyebrows. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations on yesterday. I think that is just wonderful. And I totally agree with you. You never quite know. And you've always got that little feeling like, shit, what if this is it? You know, what exactly. if my time? And so something that kind of can possibly make you feel a bit more like that, let's get on topic now, is around evil, evil little haters out there. We've got like, you know, internet trolls and we've got people who just really feel a need to let you know what they think when they think something crap. And I remember actually, it might have been last year when someone decided to let you know, I'm sure you remember this, let you know that they liked you better when you were heavier because you were less arrogant. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I lost, I lost a fair bit of weight over the last year and a half. Um, and I admittedly, I'd kind of hidden myself a little bit from the web. I'd got very good at kind of hiding, just, you know, I knew my angles. Mm-hmm. But it was apparent that I was, you know, fairly overweight. But then I lost a fair bit of weight and I started to do a few more selfies. So, you know, I started to wear outfits and stuff because I could and I was happy, you know, I got my hair done and started to share a few pictures on Instagram, which loads of people do, you know, that's part of Instagram. That's what it's about. Like, don't go on the platform if you don't like selfies. But yeah, I got, I got, I got two or three. It wasn't just one person, two or three people who in roundabout terms were saying, you know, I liked you better when you were fat or you're kind of letting the side down or what a shame that you succumbed to this kind of looking good, mattering thing. Um, and, you know, you're, you're a bit up yourself now. You're posting these pictures. And I get that because... When I was fat, I used to look at people looking gorgeous on Instagram and I used to think, I hate you, you know, or, you know, in my dark moments. Um, but I don't think I would have ever actually articulated it to them because why, why do they care what I think? Do you know what I mean? Like, leave, they're living their best life, looking lovely, good on them, you know, yeah. probably filtered the crap out of themselves and, and used Facetune to make themselves look good. But 
still, you know, it's like, keep your opinions to yourself. Like, what, what do you want me to do with that? Okay, sorry, I'm going to put weight on again just to please you. You know, like, what do you want me to do with that information? That's yeah. the thing. I'm, I never know what people... It's like when blokes shout out of the window of a van, like, you're hot or something stupid. So like, what, what, yeah, no, it's what, what do they think you're going to do? Like go, oh, thanks. Do you want to, do you want to go out for dinner? Yeah. Do you want to touch them? Yeah, <laughs> what do they expect to happen? I don't know. I don't know what the reaction they expect. I think they'd have a car crash if you did. They would. They would. <laughs> so I should try it. Maybe I shouldn't. But there you go. Yeah, so that was an interesting one. And that was very personal. Mm. Um, about my appearance, you know, and there's not much you can do about your appearance. You look how you look. Mm. A lot more of the kind of negativity that I've received has been about things I've said, things I'm doing. Uh, that's a bit easier to deal with. When someone criticizes the way you look, not, yeah. nobody likes that. You know, I, don't, I think the best of us would struggle with, with being, our appearance being picked on, you know? Yeah, yeah. There is, I mean, there's only so much you can do and your appearance is, it's, it's just the, the package that you're there in. Exactly. Uh, you know, like I had someone just recently uh, message me who had been following me with business stuff, who I also knew outside of business, who decided to let me know that they weren't impressed with, you know, what me just didn't <laughs> <laughs> I think they just didn't think that I was giving enough. And, and I was really shocked. And it wasn't, if they'd asked me, people don't realise, if they'd asked, said that to me, at, you know, another stage in my life, it would have absolutely crushed me. Mm. Luckily, they've said it at a point where I'm just like, well, that's nice on your bike. I'm actually really quite happy with who I am. Um, but they don't realise the, realize the impact that they could have on someone who may already be, you know, doubting themselves. And women predominantly do doubt themselves constantly. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I think, we can be sensitive sausages. Like sometimes I think, you know, people will say someone's a hater when they've just pointed out a typo or something. And it's like, no, that, that's not a hater. Do you know what I mean? Or um, I think we need to, we need to understand the levels and we need to understand our reactions. Like on a good day, someone can say something and it doesn't bother me. And if I'm having a bad day, that can really hit me. So it's, it's about being self-aware as well. Like we have a responsibility to not let every single comment slay us, but that is something that takes time to learn, I think. Yeah, they, they need a business school around that, really, don't they? I mean, you've got that in personal life, but with social media and running our businesses online, surely that's becoming more common? Yeah, and I think it's a huge part of why, uh, and again, I would say especially women, although I do think it applies to men as well, and I hate sort of men, men, men good, women bad, but um, <laughs> it's a lot of the reason why people don't show up on social media, don't put their head up there, don't make podcasts, don't do Facebook Lives, don't have an opinion. Oh, sorry, my desk is falling apart. The whole office just collapsed. And I was making a really valid point. I'm just going to keep on making it. I'm going don't to ignore make it. her. I don't, I'm not editing. This is life. Let's see how we just go with it. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's a lot big reason why people don't turn up and do things, um, especially put their face in front of the business because they're so worried that they're going to get critiqued. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's such a shame that you would not do something in your business that you know is going to make a difference and, and connect you with your customers and make you more money and probably make you happy mm. because your fear of some random, complete stranger you've never met and never will meet saying one negative comment. Like it just seems ludicrous to me that people would not do something because of that, you know, but I get it on the flip side. I get it. Mm. I get how bad it feels when you've done something, put your heart and soul into it. You put it live and someone comes and says that shit. 
Mm. And you're like, for God's sake, you know, like what? And it can really kill you. So while I think it's a dreadful shame, I totally understand why people feel that way. You've got to get over it. You've got to get over it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You've got to just put yourself out there. And the thing is, it's it's going to happen. So you put yourself out there. It's going to happen. Prepare yourself for it and realize that it is, it's not personal. People are looking for targets. It's their own issue and they're looking for targets. So you can hide all you like, uh, but you're not going to, you're not going to grow the way that you could go. Yeah. So to grow the way you could grow, you need to put yourself out there and then yes, you're going to make yourself a target. So you've got to have strategies around you so that you can cope. For me, it's about having a really, really tight little tribe that I can call on, I can vent to, who will turn around and just go, oh, those idiots, what the hell do they know? They're morons, you're amazing. And they just totally, you know, override everything that anybody else could say. So Yeah, I, I, I like that tactic and it's a tactic that I've used. You know, so uh, one thing that I do a lot now is if someone says something negative, I screenshot it and use it as social media content because <laughs> it saves me a job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I no longer even black out the name, block out the names, because I'm like, you are happy to insult me publicly, so I'm happy to share your insult publicly. And then, yes, you will get a lot of people kind of going, oh, you know, they're idiots, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and people start gathering the pitchforks and the torches. And then they, then you almost have to start controlling them and saying, yeah, yeah, come on, though, calm down now. So I think the really important thing and for me, it's not for me about rallying my tribe, although I do sometimes do that, it's about not being affected by the compliments or the insults mm-hmm. myself. So I don't seek reassurance from my tribe. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm not impacted by negativity from other people. Like you have to be your own little self-sufficient ball that doesn't get lifted up by other people's comments and doesn't get pushed down by other comments. So yesterday, for example, my course sold really well. You know, amazing feedback. That's awesome. And I appreciate it, but I can't let it get in because if it does, I'd go so far up my own bottom, I'd be unbearable. So I, it's about ignoring, to a degree, the good comments and the bad comments mm-hmm. and just keeping steady on your lane. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But I would also say that it's important to have a little group of people where you can literally just bend openly. So, you know. And that's like, what I mean. I mean, yeah. 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 But do you know what I mean? Some people are like, straight away somebody did this name and shame and everyone goes i hate them they're awful let's kill them and before you know it (laughs) your tribe even though you may not have said anything your tribe has become worse than the person that said the thing Mm -hmm. in the first place and you've actually engendered hatred and there's a whole uh there's a great book by john ronson called you've been publicly shamed which is an amazing book about how um you should put it in the show notes really great book i've read it about three or four times about how one little throwaway comment on social media can just ruin someone's life. Mm. It gets this energy and it's this mob mentality uh, that drives people crazy. So again, I think there's a big temptation and a lot of encouragement if someone does something negative to you to name and shame. Uh, But just be careful about that because then often you become the the, the nasty person. You know, you become worse than the hater. Mm. So the best best tactic of all is just to ignore it. It's, It's so hard. You know, hide that comment. Don't delete it because that will make make more. Hide the comments so only they and their friends can see it. Mm-hmm. Delete the email. Don't feel you have to respond in any way. Delete the comment on your blog post. You don't have to respond. You don't have to have a reaction mm. of any sort, positive or negative. You don't just let it slip over you. That's my biggest advice, I think. Yeah. Just 
really hard to follow. <laughs> it's the only way, really. Every other tactic I've tried, every yeah. other tactic, and none of them work. You know, I've tried calling them out. I've tried emailing them. I've tried to have a rational conversation. Why is? Why would you say that? Or I've tried taking the piss. I've tried publicly mocking them. I've tried rallying the troops. I've tried everything. And the only thing that works is to ignore them. Yeah. Well, they're after an audience, aren't they? They're after they a, a reaction. reaction. They want a reaction. And anything you do feeds that. Yeah. And, and anything you do that shows you've got under your skin. Now, that's not to say that we shouldn't be talking about it. And, and one of the reasons you asked me to talk about this topic is that I do talk about it. Mm. Um, because I feel like I have a little bit of a profile and it's useful to show that someone like me is getting this happening to them and this is how I deal with it. So you who, who maybe just starting out, like it's totally doable. Like mm. don't feel bad. So that's why I talk about it. Not so that everyone goes, Oh, poor Kate. Cause I'm sure they don't, but just cause I think that we should talk about the bad stuff in business. Yeah. But like you do too. I love that you do too. It's being honest about, the yeah. stuff that sucks, you know? Oh, if you don't keep it real, then you're just depressing people left, right and centre because they are thinking they're the only one who is dealing with it. And they think you're some kind of superhero. Like, oh, my God. Like, you know, and again, like, even with the launch yesterday, people will look at that and go, oh, my God. Like, how did she do that? Like, what did she do? You know, and, and they can ask me and I, I tell them, Britain Post about it. There's an awful lot that goes on behind the scenes, you know, and it's not an overnight success. And there's a lot of negatives that come with that positive, you know. So, yeah, it's a very popular thing now to be real. It wasn't a couple of years ago. Now everyone wants to be real. Maybe um, we've made it trendy. It's maybe. Just... We're just such trendsetters. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Good. So, so I haven't, I'm blessed so far. I haven't seen many, and I'm very good at blinkers. I haven't seen many comments online publicly saying. Oh, I have. Yeah. See, no, I haven't. No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. They send them my way. No. <laughs> but, um, I, and I, and I know that I've got a lot of eyes and ears out there. If there's something, if there's something slanderous out there, I'm sure that I would hear about it. Um, but I've, you know, I've, what I tend to hear is that so-and-so was gossiping and so-and-so said this and so-and-so said that. So it's less on social media. It's more hearsay and it's more making you feel like you can't trust people. So it's people that you know, mm. your networks. Um, have you had that sort of situation? Oh God. Yeah. All the time. And you know, just because we've left the corporate environment and we've left the whole water cooler kind of gossip, that all that happens is that transfers into this kind of solo world you know such and such they know such and such little cliques do form mm. you know even if you don't mean to like I try to be pretty nice to everyone pretty generous to everyone but you know like if I'm gonna organize an event and pick a speaker I might pick person a over person b and then person b is gonna feel slighted even mm. though I'm not they're gonna be like why does she always go with person a like you know I remember <laughs> I remember like a big conference that we used to be on regularly and looking at the speaker lineup and it was always the same people. And I was like, why, you know, why, why don't I ever get to speak? And, I, and then I, it kind of dawns on you that they're that person's mates. They're mm. that person's group. And they are totally okay to do stuff with those people and not do it with you. You, you don't get, to, it, it, that's just life. So yes, I know, again, I try not to hear about it. Someone emailed me the other day and said, Oh, one of my, one of someone I know is saying terrible things about you. So I thought I'd check you out. And I'm like, Thank, thanks for that you know because obviously you're not going to tell me who it is so I get no satisfaction and no I just know someone's saying nasty stuff oh. about me so I think we just have to assume 
that a certain percent of the population are not going to like you no matter what you do. Mm. You know? And I know, even if, and the thing is, some people are not going to like you because of what you've done. Like, I am not blameless. In my business career, I've been going 10 years. I've made mistakes. I've said stupid things. Relationships have fallen apart because of my errors. And maybe I've tried to make them come back and they haven't. So I've got a little trail of, of people who don't like me for legitimate reasons. <laughs> and, and, and I'm sure I've got another trail of people who don't like me just because they don't like me. Don't like the sound of my voice. Don't like my face. Don't like something about me. And that makes me feel icky. I'm sure it makes you feel it's like, oh, you know, I want everyone to like me. <laughs> but business as life is not a popularity contest, yeah. you know? And, and hate is going to hate. And it's not even hate. People are just going to mildly not dislike you. You know, and go, oh, I, don't like, I don't like the way Rosie does everything with red. Like, I hate red. I don't like it. So I'm going to go with this other VA company because I like her face better. You know? <laughs> oh, what you kind know? of idiot would say that? I don't know. Especially with your useful eyebrows. But <laughs> it's just one of those things. And, and that's what's... It's, it's a terrible thing, but it's a beautiful thing. And I know I'm kind of waffling, but this is my kind of pet topic. So I'm an SEO person. And these days I've built up a bit of a reputation. Yeah. But some, hopefully good, but some people just aren't going to want to work with me. They're going to want to work with someone else who does SEO. And now there are lots more, especially women in SEO, which is brilliant. And I'm more than happier. I can't service every human being in the world. And also I'm not for everyone. My sense of humor, my approach, you know, maybe I'm a bit more brusque than some people. I'm a bit more sarcastic. Someone else is going to maybe want someone more nurturing and more gentle. They're right for them. Mm. And the big thing, the hater thing, which is, is wonderful, is and I've said this many times, but marketing and having a business is as much about repelling people as it is about attracting people. So people aren't going to like you, and that's brilliant because now you're not marketing to people who will never buy from you. Mm -hmm. You're marketing to people who do buy from you, you know? So being vanilla and trying to please everyone means you'll get no customers. Being chocolate chip or pistachio, having some people who just don't like you, but other people will be mad about you, mm. you know? And that's, that's the positive of the hatred. hatred. Does that make sense? Do you oh, agree? absolutely. Yeah. One of the things I love about various industries and, and the virtual assistant industry is one of them is that you do have um, very different uh, flavors of groups um, that are out there that you can, you know, tap into. And I love that because as you said, I can't support everyone and I don't, there's people that will, annoy me just as much as I annoy them. And so for them to have somewhere else to go is great for them and for me. So, um, you know, but it just takes a lot of confidence to have that feeling. It and does. I, I, I've yeah. been through this. So I host a podcast, a copywriting podcast with a lady called Belinda Weaver. Yes. And she's a competitor. So she has exactly, she's got copywriting courses in the community and whatever. And we, for a little while, we were kind of, kind of rubbing up against each other. And I'd be like, why have you, why she launched that? Like, that's not, I've got something like that. And even though she's my friend yes. and we're on a podcast together, there was a little bit of hatering going on or jealousy or whatever you want to call it. And it took us a good couple of years to go, you know what? Someone's just going to like Belinda more than they like me or vice versa. And there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. And in general, most people, it turned out, were buying her stuff and my stuff, you know, and it didn't matter. But mm -hmm. We, we couldn't not be ourselves and Belinda's we're similar but she's you know maybe a bit more nurturing and a bit more loving than I am and I'm more sarcastic as I said and so some people are drawn more to Belinda than to me and that there's just nothing I can do about that because I can't pretend to be what I'm not no you I do, do yeah. yeah 
And if you do, then when you do get that customer, they're going to realize you aren't who you are and they're going to go, oh, why did I sign up with her virtual assistant directory? Because she's awful. I'd rather be with this. I don't know. But you know what I mean? Yes, she's terrible. She's yeah. so red and those yeah. eyebrows. Oh, my yeah, God. Exactly. It's so hard. Though. It's all self-confidence. Yeah. And, you know, we, we start our businesses thinking that we need to learn about, you know, zero and, and, and Word and Excel and all this kind of stuff. But so much of it is just learning who the hell we are. And, you know, I had no confidence when I had a real job. Why did I suddenly expect when I started as a solo person that suddenly I'd be confident? And I, and I deal with all this beautiful, like, why did I, what? Yeah. Like, and there are people who teach mindset and all that, you know, I'm not that woo woo. Um, but it is important. It's so yeah. important that, that confidence runs through everything, everything we do and not being frightened of, of not being liked mm. really hard. Cause I think fundamentally, unless we're a sociopath, we all want to be liked. Yeah. And that's something we have to let go of when we start a business. Very hard. It is hard. Right. <laughs> we'll just have a big cry and I'll finish off the show crying. Yeah. If you think about it, even your people like your, your Jacinda Aden, right? Amazing, you know, running New Zealand, blowing the world away. She's going to have haters. Oh, God, yeah. She's going to yeah. have haters just because she's a woman. Yeah. You know. Because she's amazing. Yeah. Because, because she's got brown hair. Yeah. And that's the other thing, like, you know, there is that tall pop. So people could hate you because they don't like the look of you, they don't this, but there's a lot of envy and, yeah. and a lot of envy in our, in our world as well, isn't it? This person's yeah. got a book. This person's starting a conference. This, I want that. I want that. Yeah. And it's just pure jealousy. Yes. And I'm, I'm not immune to that. I'm, I'm jealous of people. I see people doing stuff. And, you know, we all know comparison is the thief of joy. We can share that meme on Instagram a hundred times, but we don't, we don't live that meme. Mm. we all compare and it's so hard not to and so I loved what you said earlier about when haters are hating you go back to your little tribe not to so they get pitchforks but just to <laughs> reassure when I'm feeling like that when I'm feeling like I'm comparing myself or there's negative vibes I go back to my people and I help people mm -hmm. that gets me out of the fug I go back to my community where I feel more safe and loved and I just work with those people and I stop I have periods where I don't be on social. Like I'm feeling a bit vulnerable and sensitive. Mm -hmm. Maybe I step back from social a little bit because we can't all be feeling booyah every living minute of the day, you know? So again, I think it's about understanding that there are going to be days where you feel like, I hate everyone, everyone hates me. My business is rubbish and she's better than me. And, and just to accept that and then that day, spend the day reconciling your zero and just <laughs> talking to your mates and cleaning your office. Yeah. Save the being brave for another day because it will come, the mojo will come back, I think. It does. You have your why bother days. Why am I doing this? Why do yeah. I bother? Yeah. And then the next day you go, ooh, ooh, new idea. <laughs> exactly. And that's why I love, you know, I'm a huge advocate of the Australian VA market and I have an amazing VA and I've had a few amazing VAs. For me, anybody who's listening that doesn't have a VA should have a VA because they are the Robin to your Batman. And the number of times where Leanne, my, Leanne Wolf, who's my fabulous uh, VA who has a business called Virtual Infinity, shout out! Um, <laughs> don't employ her though, because she's mine. Um, the number of times where, you know, she helps me, not because she's organized an email automation, but because I say to her, God, this happened, and I feel really poo about it. And she's like, oh, shut up. You're fine. Stop it. Or she'll say something more loving. But I have someone to talk to about this and I think a lot of people don't have an assistant or a VA 
They don't have someone who's invested in them and their business. And it's lonely. Mm. It's so lonely. And your friends don't understand. Your partner doesn't understand. Your dog or your kids don't understand. So you've got to try and build up a little, whether it's a VA, that mm-hmm. might be weird. You might think, well, I'm paying them. They're not going to really love me. But you can build that. They do if they're good. Mm. If not, a couple of peers, just a couple of mates, just go, hey, you and you, do you want to start a little private Facebook group where we just whinge about shit together <laughs> and build up that trust? And you just need to talk to someone. You yeah. Know, it helps so much, doesn't it? Just to uh, say, this happened, I feel poo. And everyone goes, it's okay, you're great. You've got great eyebrows. <laughs> exactly you know what mine do sometimes they'll just say back to me the shit that i say to them yeah and because i I reckon you'd be the same as me there's a little bit of tough love so they call me the evil penguin sometimes like i'm mama duck in the network but i'm also evil penguin because you know that meme where that penguin's walking past the other one and the one that's standing yeah just go and that's that's me because i they, they go, oh, I'm thinking about doing this thing. And I go, do it. Just do it. You're going to do it. Let me know when you're done. Oh, I'm waiting for you to hear. I'm waiting to hear back from you when that's done. And they're like, you're so evil. But then when I go, eh, everything's poo, they go, oh, well, hard my hell up. And this is what we're doing. And get back on it. And they just do it back to me. And I realize it works. Well, that's is it. Because we can't. We can't shake ourselves by our own shoulders and we can't slap. And sometimes you just need someone to shake you and say, stop it. Mm-hmm. Being an idiot, get over it, move on. And we all need that. And yeah. it doesn't matter how long, you know, you've been doing this for, what you say, 74 years. And um, I've been doing it for 11. <laughs> I still have really bad days, you know, yeah. still have things. Things don't affect me as much as they did though. It, yeah. it does get better. And every time you do something brave, um, you know, I always say a baby otter gets a cuddle because uh, that's mine. But, you know, oh, so, I love so but every time we do something brave, you get better at being brave. So practice makes yeah. perfect. And the things I do now, I just went to New York and stood on a stage and talked about copywriting with some of the world's best, like famous A-list celebrities that they called themselves A-listers. That's how famous and up their own bottoms they were. And I did that. And I went on my own to a big city. I spoke real grown up stuff. You'd have told me I was going to do that three years ago. I'd be like, nah, because people are going to think I'm crap. And then people are going to tell me my speech isn't good. And haters, haters, haters. But, and it was still scary. <laughs> but I'm so glad I did it. And now the next one won't be quite so hard. I loved seeing that adventure unfold. It was, yeah, it was full on. And I did the, the Netherlands just before that, which was even more scary for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but, I, you know, it's done. And some people have not liked my presentation. Some people will. I think the thing is as well, what I liked about you said earlier is blinkers. Don't mm. look for it. Don't mm. look for it. Often the things that I get other people send me and I'm kind of like, oh, like somebody said this about you in a group. And I'm like, oh. like, don't tag, you know, like someone tagged me very nicely actually because it was about SEO in a group and someone had written above yeah, yeah, Kate's always mentioned, but she doesn't rank for anything, so I'm, it leaves me sceptical. It was a fair comment, but it was Sunday, it was 8 o'clock, I shouldn't have been on my phone anyway, I saw it, and I'm like, I kind of have to go in there and kind of defend myself a little bit, because she just kind of said I'm no good at what I do in front of, like, you know, the people who are reading this. And, you know, for every one person that comments, 200 people are reading it. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I would have been happier just not to know that that had been said. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? So don't look Ignorance for it. Ignorance is bliss. It is, it is. Because as we've just agreed, someone somewhere is saying something bad about you. Yeah. You know? But hopefully there are 10 more people saying something good. 
And that's what you got to work on is finding the people that love what you do, love your crazy, your unique type of whatever it is you do. And yeah, focus on that. As you said, you don't look for the crappy stuff. Don't look for defending yourself. Just power forward and, and do what's awesome. One, one of the best moves I did in business a few years ago was actually unfollow a lot of the people who, yeah, who were kind of the competitors that kind of grated me that made me feel like, oh, as you said, oh, what are they doing? What are they doing? And then I went, no, it doesn't matter what they're doing. Best move ever. I have no idea what they're working on. Oh, I, I can't tell you how much I agree with that. Like I literally just felt my heart go boom. Because <laughs> I was the same. I was in other people's groups. You know, I even had like at some point, I think, and this is to show that I'm the base human as well. I think I'd created like a fake profile so I could be in someone's group and see what they were doing yep. uh, because I'd heard that they were copying me and I wanted to keep an eye on them. And God, what a waste of time and energy and how much it depressed and stressed me out. Yep. And uh, we, we both had somebody that used to drive us around the twist and we were just talking before the show and neither of us could fully remember their name. And that was a couple of years ago. But a couple of years ago, we were both livid about it. Oh, and it, yeah. it consumed us and we talked about it and this person was like our entire focus and all the time we spent focusing on that person. We weren't focusing on our own stuff. Yeah. Um, because you think you're following these people to be inspired and get ideas and keep up on you're not you're following them out of bitterness and jealousy and you know what, yeah you yeah. know what to do in your own business yeah people who should be telling you about what to do in business should be your customers not your competitors yeah that's the big thing and I think people get that very very wrong so yeah yeah now if they're not your person don't follow them don't, yeah. don't go there you don't have to it's your cho choice always your choice if they send something to your inbox a little bit harder but as you said you just delete it yeah you don't have to have a reaction I think yeah that's really important. you don't have to decide what to do about it just delete it you know yeah. you don't need to respond silence is a very powerful response yeah it's I, most, most most challenging for most people to deal with just not responding at all people people can't deal with that you know it's they really struggle as soon as you bite back and give them anything well then they've got something to bite back to you mm. if you don't respond they've got nothing they got nothing they're just shouting into the wind you know it's so hard it is hard <laughs> it is hard and that's why whenever you get something like that have a buddy that you can go look this person just wrote this and i'm gonna write this back and have a buddy just say okay you've written it i've read it i've acknowledged your feelings now delete it and move yeah. on to something else so you know it's like writing that email don't do it in yeah. your email box though do it in word so you get all the cathartic feeling of writing it all out and saying, well, I think, and you shouldn't have, and I, and then just delete it and put it away. Yeah. yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Yep. And I'm leaving that in here. And I'm going to finish this session off just with that gorgeous rendition of let it go. That is going to be ARIA awarded. Unbelievable. Kate Toon, it is always so amazing talking to you. Thank you so much for sharing these insights with us today. Love your work, Rosie Shillop. <laughs> Love you too. See ya. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for listening to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. Between now and our next session, I know you're going to be hanging out to take some action on outsourcing in your business. So head on over to virtuallyyours.com.au and you can download some information there about the best ways to outsource for business growth. If you're a virtual assistant, make sure you join us. We have an amazing virtual assistant community at Virtually Yours. Aussie VAs connecting and helping each other grow. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you at the next podcast.